Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ramblin' Radio 64. My goodness. My goodness. What a week we've got. What a roster of podcasts we've got going on. Very exciting times. Very exciting times. First of all, the feedback that you've been providing me has been unbelievable. So I think I'm up to something with these episodes and we're going to keep them going. So thank you for sticking around and listening. And uh, hopefully that means you're learning. And if you want to continue to learn and take your creative businesses to that next level, this week we are officially opening the Creators Blueprint. It's officially here. The doors are open. You can sign up, register, and invest in my signature program. It is finally here, and it's the last one of 2020. This is it, guys. This is it. If you've been on the fence for a while, I know who you are. I know your name. I know what you look like. I will find you. I'm just kidding. Um, If you've been on the fence for a while, this this is your opportunity. Um, For those that don't know much about it, this is my signature coaching program. We've had hundreds of creatives go through this program. Uh, It's unbelievable. I, the only reason I talk about it so much, uh, is because you guys talk about it so much just from the feedback, the reviews, the testimonials, the success stories. The only thing that I care about is results. This is not just a course. This is not a course that you just see floating around the internet that promises you a bunch of, a bunch of stuff. This is not what it is that it it has nothing to do with that. This is, This is a transformational mentorship coaching program that's going to unlock clarity, going to give you a direction, a plan, so that you start getting results right now instead of learning a bunch of stuff and then getting results months down the road. What this program does is it's it's built off of I like to call them building blocks. Each building block builds on the one before it. For example, the very first thing we go over is our minds and our mindset because that is the foundation. And if you've been following me, you've been listening to me, you know how obsessed I am with mindset. And it really is the foundation of every single building block because if your mind crumbles and falls and you give in, and, and there's a lot of different things it can give into, um, whether it's giving up or thinking poorly about certain things, you know, having just a horrible belief system, everything else will crumble no matter how much money you're currently making, whether it's 50K, 100K, millions, it doesn't matter. If your mindset is not where it needs to be, everything else is going to collapse inward. So we start with mindset and we talk about our limiting beliefs and we dive into the root of what is holding us back. And we talked a little bit about that in our workshop. So if you're a part of that workshop, that's just a sneak peek of what we dive even deeper into the blueprint. We start with mindset, we go to our vision, we come up with an action plan for where we wanna go. So many people are confused, distracted, they're not sure what direction they wanna take. We trim away all that and we go in on one thing And we do it so well that there's no excuse not to produce results. And what's great about this program is that you're going to start right away learning how to get your investment back, 
and then multiply it. And that's what excites me the most is getting those messages of, I just paid off this program and I'm about to double my investment in a short period of time. And those are usually the best. So that's what this program is all about. We go mindset, vision, we talk about relationship capital and the importance of that. We talk about brand building. We talk about brand building, building our brands for the long haul and not just talking about tomorrow, but building it in a way that creates longevity and sustainability because too many people are just getting clients for client's sake. Too many people are just selling like little one-off digital products. And then what? You know, a really good example of that is it's so funny. My video editor and, and friend Dalton, he was talking to me or he was texting me about this guy that sold his template for the new iOS 14 update. And we made a podcast. I'm calling I called it. I called it on this podcast. I don't know if you guys were paying attention to this, but he made a statement or put out a blog post or something and and Dalton texted me the the statement and he ended up making $106,000 from selling his template for $28. It went viral on Twitter. He got about three over 3,000 people to purchase it. And I, I said in this podcast, I'm like, even if he just gets 2,000 people, he's going to make 75K. I bet you he made at least 75K. And sure enough, he made 106K. But here's the thing. And I don't know him personally. I don't I don't even know. It could be a sheet too. I don't know him or her personally. But even if you make 100 grand, like, wow, that sounds amazing. But then what? You know what I mean? Like, okay, you've got you've got a, a new hundred k in your pocket in the bank. Okay, now what? You've got one product that you sold. You've got all these email subscribers. Well, hopefully he collected email subscribers. I'm assuming he did because usually you have to put in an email to purchase a product. But my point is, now what? We talk a lot about clients, but we we need to talk more about digital products too because a lot of you are getting into that and basically. And that's how I've essentially quadrupled my income from when I started. And so how do you turn that into actual sustainability? And so my point in saying that is just because you make a bunch of money now, just because you score that big client now, you need to create consistency, sustainability. You need to create security for yourself. And there's no such thing as security, but you can get as close to creating it as possible right? That's what I've done in my business as a whole with different digital products and stuff. I've designed my business in a way that creates security where it's almost like a nine to five where I'm always getting kind of like a paycheck all the time, right? So not enough people go into that. And so I'm very proud of that with this program, the creator's blueprint, because again, not many people are are talking about that and, and teaching that. So that's building block number four. Building block number five we go over is content creation. And we don't go over just the skills of creating content. We go over why we're even creating this content in the first place. I came out with an Instagram post called Blame Yourself, Not the Algorithm. That has a lot to do with this building block is how do you really capture the attention of your audience and get inside of their heads, 
right? That's one of the most important things you can do in a personal brand is you want to start receiving comments from people saying like, dude, I was just thinking this, man. I was just thinking this, that like, it's, it feels like you're inside my head. Like you're, like you're talking to me. Those are the types of comments that you really want to get from people because then you're able to impact them on a much deeper level because now you've captured their attention. They're listening, right? How do you do that? How do you get inside of the heads of your potential audience, right? And then also, how can you create a system for yourself where you're not beating yourself up about not being consistent with content and that battle? What does that even mean? So we dive really deep into that. So that's building block number five. Building block number six is scaling and automation. And the reason why this is towards the top, this is the second to last one we cover, is because you have to master each and every building block below it in order to be successful at scaling your creative business. Because scaling your creative business, all you're doing is maximizing output. But if you have a shitty output or you have areas where your business is leaking or you don't have a strong system in place, all you're going to do when you scale is create more problems. You're going to create more holes that, or more fires that you're going to need to put out. Okay. So you have to master the building blocks before that and create a structured system that works, that actually produces results. And then when you go ahead and scale and, um, and really truly automate, you're going to produce the output without increasing your input. And that's the key. And if, and if you're not doing that already, you should be thinking about that right now. And the final building block of them all is legalizing your brand, not just getting an LLC and a trademark and those things. What I'm talking about is eliminating risk in your business, because when people are doing business with you and they've never done business with you before, you are a risk. Just like with you guys investing in the creator's blueprint, those that invest in the creator's blueprint, they have no idea. They haven't been inside of the program yet, even though we have tons of testimonials and, and, and people talking about their success stories, right? But you still haven't been inside of the program. And so there's still a, there's still a risk there to people that are investing in the program. It's the same thing with your business. When people hire you to do photo work or design work or film work or uh, whatever, or if you're selling digital products, when you have customers, people that are first-time customers or clients, they don't know there's risk there. So how can you eliminate that risk? And it's actually something that not many people talk about. Not many people talk about eliminating risk in business and making things feel super credible and trustworthy. So that's the final building block. Those are the building blocks that we cover in the program. And not just that, you also get live coaching with me and our guest experts. We've got a ton of guest experts. We've got Catherine Zenkina. Um, we've got Zach Hanavar. We've got Sam Newton. Uh, we've got so many different types of people that have been there and done that. People that have, I try to find people that are have really unique ideas and experiences within their own path so that you can get different perspectives because just one perspective isn't going to help you. You need to listen to different kinds of perspectives and hear different stories and their takes on your questions. You get direct 
access to these people, which I'm really, really proud of. So you're able to ask any questions that you have, anything that's troubling you in your creative business, you get direct access to these people on our coaching calls. This is just, this is a no brainer program. And we've got some amazing bonuses this round. You get full access to my entire filmmaking course, which I used to sell for a thousand dollars. Nine nine ninety seven or something like that. You get full access to my filmmaking course, and I've got a brand new bonus for today only. For today only, I give you my entire launch plan for selling digital products. My entire launch, everything that I do to make multiple six figures selling digital products annually. You get my entire launch plan that's going to tell you exactly the steps you need to take, a step-by-step plan on how to create your digital product, the type of digital product you should create, and how to get it out there to the masses and start making massive sales right now. So with that being said, the doors are officially open. They close on Friday. That gives you four and a half days to make a decision that is going to impact the rest of your life. And if you listened to last podcast episode, I recommend that you do. It's all about making those decisions. Why investing in yourself is one of the most important things you can do. I invest in myself. Everybody has a coach, whether it's in sports or in business. The people that are doing really big things, they're always investing in them to give themselves the edge, to take them where they want to go faster, more efficiently to cut away all the bullshit. That is what the creator's blueprint is here to do for you. And all we care about is you getting the results that you want to see. So if that sounds interesting to you, get inside of this program right now. Do not miss out because we're not opening this up until 2021. And this is your last opportunity to get everything inside of the creator's blueprint, the entire seven week coaching program, all the guest experts, all the building blocks, all the bonuses, the filmmaking course, the launch program for digital products, everything inside of this program before we raise the price to $2,000 starting in 2021. Do not miss out. Listen to what step into the shoes of your future self, the person that has already been there, done that, made it, the person that already has the multiple six-figure creative business and ask that version of you, What would he or she do in this moment? Would they take this opportunity to up-level at a faster pace with community, accountability, and an exact action plan? Or are you going to try to do it all by yourself, be the lone wolf, and try to figure it out as you go? Telling you, the person that tries to just figure it out as they go and try to do it all by themselves, you're either staying the same or you're going backwards. And the progress that you do make, which you will, you can, you can do a lot of this by yourself. I'm not, I'm not going to BS you. I have been there trying to do it myself. And although you do make progress, you will make progress by yourself. You're going to be second guessing. You're going to be overwhelmed. You're going to be extremely stressed out and you're not going to know exactly what to do at every given moment. You're not going to know if this is actually providing you results. You're not going to truly know that these are the things that you need to focus on. You're going to be second guessing if this is actually a reality for me. 
even if you already are at that six-figure mark and you want to get it to that half a million dollar revenue mark. You have to you have to put yourself into an environment where you're getting coaching and you're getting the accountability, you're getting ideas, you're getting people that are trying to do the same thing as well all in one roof, all in one house per se. Makes things so much easier. And you're going to be getting the results a lot faster. So that's all I'm going to say. Make your decision. You got four and a half days to do so. You've got just today in order to get my complete launch program. If you want to start selling digital products and and create more revenue for yourself, giving yourself more freedom, or if that's 100% what you want to do full time uh, is, is create a digital product business coaching or just digital products, then definitely get in today before that bonus goes away. The way to sign up is www.thecreatorsblueprint.com. The link is in the show notes and I cannot wait to start working with you. Enjoy this podcast today with my friend and Creators Blueprint member, Fernando. He's got a great story and you can hear some of the things that he's experienced inside and out of the program as well. Enjoy this episode and I'll see you inside the Creators Blueprint. Dude, Fernando, welcome. What's up, brother? Welcome to Ramblin' Radio, dude. Excited that you're here. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, of course. Is this your first podcast? It is recording like participating in one yeah being a guest yeah it's the first one yeah it's not <laughs> i think a lot of people think podcasting is pretty easy and what people are not hearing just before we we started is uh all the <laughs> issues that we're having with our wi-fi connection and whatnot it's not easy sometimes recording recording a podcast so i'm i'm i apologize if i'm making your first podcast just like a real pain in the ass here <laughs> So I think I think I think my internet is the one that's causing all the the problem like a hundred percent. Probably. Probably. hundred percent. That's okay. We don't these things are meant to like we we don't need to tell people. We can just we can blame me. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um dude, I'm I'm really excited that you're here. I you know, I've been wanting to talk to you about your story and, and kind of what you've been through for for quite some time now actually. And just for the people listening, because I don't think a lot of people know who you are just yet. And I want to, I want to really share your story and kind of what you've been through and what you've done uh, throughout your filmmaking photography career thus far. So if you could just kind of give us a little brief summary of, of kind of what you do currently, and then, and then we're going to take it back and, and talk about kind of that transition. But Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do currently right now? I'm a videographer, filmmaker, however you want to put it in, in, in content mm-hmm. context. But uh, I'm basically working a lot of, of in the wedding industry with my wife, who's a wedding photographer, and commercial mm-hmm. work, basically. So anything from, you know, working mm-hmm. with athletes. Um, I love working with trainers and, and doing videos for them. And I'm also working with different companies that basically require commercial work. And, you know, whether it's a, a promo video or a, a commercial or 
like recently I did a, a tour for for one of my my biggest clients if you want to put it that way it's one that that has been faithful with me and we've been working even since before I was uh you know I started having my company so yeah it's it's been a, a great journey yeah with them how how is it working with your wife man dude it is the <laughs> best in the world I, I mean I, I don't know everybody has their own dynamics when it comes to to you know their the relationships but yeah i could say that my wife was one of the reasons why i jumped in in the in the business because she comes from a from a pharmacy background she studied pharmacy so going from that to photography is a humongous jump it's scary to put it that way sure and then seeing myself having you know supporting her and guiding her and being there for her for all the hard times that she was going through it kind of prepared me for for taking that leap myself yeah and then when i did she was you know she was ready so yeah it it was a no-brainer yeah no-brainer to do it yeah i think but it's amazing bro we spend so much time together (laughs) that that's amazing and I, i i don't think you you're making it sound like it's really easy and I mean, you he- you hear the phrase like, oh, you should never go into business with like your friends or your family or anything like that. But you're you're kind of proving that otherwise. I don't know if you've heard that phrase before, but, you know, even even I have for family and I have applied it more, <laughs> a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. So. Yes. So. How, it, so what do you think makes it what, what do you think makes it work so well for you guys? Um, Communication established or? even before. Yeah. Before we, when when she started doing it full time, and we sat down and we we weren't married yet, so we we didn't live together, mm-hmm. and we you know every little moment that we spent together it was basically to like enjoy, the you know the company and do things together, but it wasn't business wise. So mm-hmm. we talked about it and we were like, okay, whenever we are married and we're gonna be together, you know, twenty four seven or we're not unless we're working mm-hmm. in separate projects, we have to make time for ourselves and Mm. business cannot be everything we talk about throughout the day so there's a time for business there is a time for us and there's a time for you know whatever Mm. else we have to do but business cannot be the main focus 24 7 yeah so that has worked for us and you know for example we i get home and she's editing and i have to edit if she takes a break i'm I make sure that I don't interrupt that with my business. Mm-hmm. If I need a suggestion or a comment or something, I'll ask it after. I let her, you know, do her her thing, and and I don't interpose with my business. Yeah. So it it works. I mean, I don't know how it goes for everybody else. With yeah. family is different. It's a different thing. I mean, I I have nowhere else to go. So if something goes wrong with like with business wise, we tackle it right then and there. With family is different because you don't go you know, to the same house to sleep and sure. you don't have to deal with it. Sure. So, and I'm the type of person that I don't leave. And then we, we came together with this. I do not allow a problem for the next day. Mm. I don't go to sleep until we at least talk about it. And, you know, it, it, you can still be mad, but we are going to address it and we're going to find a solution for it. Yeah. Because if not, it lingers. Yeah. I do the same with business. Yeah. You're, you're creating like non-negotiables for 
you and and her and making sure you separate the two as well. I think that's the hardest part is, is being able to separate the two because with my girlfriend and I, like we, we don't even work together and yet we still talk about business a lot because we're still doing kind of the similar things. We're still, you know, she's working on things that relate to my business, even though we're not working together. Like we, we still talk about business a lot and it's, it's hard to separate the two and, and just kind of put up that boundary and be like, Hey, we're just going to, let's talk about life. Let's talk about our future. Let's talk about our dog. You know, are we going to get a dog, you know, normal life stuff. So I think being able to separate the two and it sounds like that's what you're doing. I think a lot of people struggle with that. So that's pretty amazing that you guys are able to do that. Yeah, we 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 want to establish a foundation for the business since it's starting now mm -hmm. uh, to when we have more business, when we have more responsibility and kids come, stuff like that, that yeah. that basis is still constant yeah. so that the kids don't suffer, so that we don't suffer. Our relationship doesn't suffer. You know, business, it it. It will come to the point that I was, you know, like we, we've talked about in the, in the blueprint. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but <laughs> we will be delegating work. So we won't have as much responsibility in the future. But if we don't have that basis, that, that foundation for ourselves and our relationship and our family, mm -hmm. if the business goes bad, we go bad. And that cannot happen. Yeah. That's something that we have said that, you know, today we might be up here and then tomorrow we may be down, but we are not going to go with it. Yeah. With, with the business. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to take it back a little bit here and, and talk about you before you made the transition into this new environment of, of being a, a filmmaker, photographer, content creator for other brands. Um, I know you were in sales for how many years for again? a long time. <laughs> how many years? 16 years. 16 years. 16. You're 34 now, right? Yeah. So 16. Right after. First job was selling McDonald's, brother. <laughs> no way. That was my first job. 17 years old. Dang. How was, how was that? That was the most unhealthiest. I think I created the Mac rib and the. Because uh... <laughs> to us, it was funny. We, we used to have times to like, we would play. You, I mean, you work there, you play with the food that you have. So right. there was a time that we created a sandwich. A month later, that sandwich comes out, and we're like, "What the heck? Were they filming us? Were they like, where's our money? Where's what? where's our royalty?" <laughs> I didn't know that. What was the sandwich? It was a well. Be, besides the like, it was I said the margarita, but the margarita was something else. We made a a basically a quarter pounder sandwich. Yeah, but the quarter pounder never had bacon, never had any any other. Um, ingredients mm -hmm. and we mixed the fry sauce basically those the, the mayo with the ketchup and all that and we started making it for ourselves and then what we would do we would get fries like and season them kind of like like checkers yeah type of thing mm -hmm. and we started doing it and then people eating it and our, our the owner would be someone that would really would be really active in the store so we started telling him, hey let's try this and he would try it and then a month two months later this sandwich comes out and we're like the Mac Hero, that's what it was. Oh, Mac Hero, okay. two patties with the okay. That thing came out, and we're like, no way. <laughs> like it was the exact same sandwich. Yeah, but they had the long bread, which we didn't have, and okay, we were like, these guys are <laughs> something else. That's crazy, man. But that's where I started, McDonald's. Yeah, I didn't know that, and that right out of high school. And maybe maybe they got cameras in there, and 
I mean, they do have cameras have in there. No... Maybe they did see it. Who knows? They did. They did. That would be kind of smart. But... Seeing what the employees are making with the food. I don't know. Anyways, I didn't know that you, that you worked at McDonald's. That's crazy. So you worked at McDonald's. Yeah, and, brother. And then, and then you transitioned into sales? I transitioned into sales. I started working with my dad. And since I was studying business, I started helping out between you. Know, my dad has a, his own company in a, a, a AC work, like air conditioning, installing air conditioning mm-hmm. and refrigeration and all that. So I grew up watching him being that. You know, he has been an entrepreneur for a long time. Yeah. He's always had his own company, his own company, and I would help him out with the finances. So I was just helping out with you know payroll or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then I started you know doing that for a little bit. Then I started working in Bank of America. I moved in as a teller, and I worked there for like about a year, about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've always been a relationships guy. I've always been good, you know, with people, and I excelled at selling products, you know, credit cards or like opening accounts. Like I would open accounts for people that they didn't even need an account, mm. and it, it, you know, they promotions and you know, employee of the month, blah blah blah. All of that started happening mm-hmm. often. And then right 2006, 2005, 2006, I think it was, where the market crashed like tremendously. Bank of America decided to fire 10,000 employees. And I was one of the lucky ones. Mm. So that forced me to go into sales. And then I started working for, you know, many companies. I've worked with, you know, basically like door business to business mm. selling. Mm-hmm. And I did that for a long time. I worked with another company for my cousin, a uh, distribution company as a, basically like a product vendor. Then I worked at Lowe's for a long time as well. And then the last job, that's the one that, that you see me in the office is um, Wake Hike Vision. Mm. And that's the one that I didn't work in sales directly. I was more of a logistics coordinator. I was working on their, uh, the manager for logistics and the the distribution manager for the mm-hmm. warehouse. So I was just helping out with that. Got you. But it's been wow. one after another. Yeah. Wow. I've had a lot of a lot of different kinds of jobs. So I mean yes. obviously you transitioned into a filmmaker and I, I know your wife had a lot to do with that. And there's a there's a reason why you decided to transition because life for you probably wasn't so great. You probably didn't I don't know if you probably didn't like your job i'm assuming since you transitioned or you wanted more freedom i liked i liked it but it wasn't it wasn't what i saw myself doing for the rest of my life Mm. my wife's transitioning kind of played a role of the what ifs i mean i doing all these time having different jobs fernando always had a camera on his hands and fernando had the pictures for everybody Um, i volunteered my church for a long time as well and every picture every video Mm -hmm. anything that was related it was done by me so i've always been that guy taking pictures taking videos for no reason whatsoever but i like collecting memories and editing and doing little videos here and there Mm -hmm. so as time went by drones came out you started getting a little bit more appealing i you know instagram came out all of a sudden you know posting nice videos here and there when you travel and you do this and that Mm -hmm. And it, I started seeing people around me that, you know, many friends of mine that I would counsel business-wise. Because since it's what I studied, you know, I have a business idea and I would tell them 
kind of like what to do. And then I would see the success and I'm like, why am I not taking that, you know, step? Why am I not pursuing something that I'm passionate about? Mm -hmm. Then when my wife did it, it's kind of like confirmation. And then your commercial came out <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> hmm, let me see. Let me see what happens. This is and, interesting. But that, that yeah. those two things yeah, yeah, were yeah. the major the major commands kind of like, okay, you need to do this because if not, you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. How did you know when you, when you saw my ad? Cause I know when we first started working together, you started with the filmmaking course, my, yes. my filmmaking course. And then you, and then you transitioned into the blueprint and now they're both fused together as the same program. But what yeah. was that kind of deciding factor for you to step into something like this and, and, and actually ask for help? Because People have a really hard time asking for help and not only ask for help, but actually invest in themselves and put money down for something that's not necessarily tangible, right? What was that light bulb moment for you where you were like, I have to, I have to get inside of this? Well, my wife had been to two different um, workshops for photographers, mm -hmm. but the workshops kind of like... They peaked, I, I peeked at them and picked at my brain because every time like she would have to talk to a customer, I would tell her, you know, you should do this, you should do that. Like kind of like sales skills yeah. to help her it's similar. You know, close business, get paid what she was worth. I started looking at workshops at, as an investment. I didn't see it as like before, like, oh, you know, why should I do this? I can just watch YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. But then I started doing the YouTube videos and I'm like, I'm wasting so much time. Yeah. When I can just have, which is basically where I live at, like learning sales, I had always someone mentoring me and guiding me along the way. So why wouldn't I do that if I want to start my own business? I need to have someone that mm. has been there, done that, and continues to do it for me to grab, you know, at least some basis for me to, you know, kick off. And that's exactly what happened. My wife did the workshops. Your commercial, came, well, like the, the ads came out yeah. and then you did the challenge. Yeah. And I don't want to get ahead. I don't know how, but I consulted it with her. I was like, babe, what do you think if I, you know, invest this, this money on this? And she's like, I would love to have you working with me. And even if we go into separate brands or separate projects, mm -hmm. just like you told me, I want to see you happy. Because that's what I told her, you know, for pharmacy is not going to make you happy. Yeah. It's going to be a means to an end. You're going to make this amount of money, but you're going to be unhappy. So I'd rather you forget about the debt, forget about student loans, all of that. We'll pay it off. But it's happiness is, is a, and time is something that is so undervalued if you don't make the time for it, if you don't make effort to, to pursue it. So yeah. yeah, I did that. And I was like, let me jump on his program. And man, I, I it's probably one of the best decisions I made mm. That's amazing. in my life. That's amazing. So yeah, that's probably the biggest regret people have is, is working a job that they don't absolutely love and that they don't feel fulfilled in. And you see a lot of that with nine to fives. And I know some people out there that truly love their nine to fives and that's the most important thing. Yeah, I, lo I loved it, man. I you did. It. So you did love it, but it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The last one I did and I work with, you know, my boss was a brother mm. of mine. It's is a brother of mine. Yeah, it still is. I mean, we we continue our relationship. It's been a, a really influential person in my life. Yeah, and it's you know the environment of the the team that we had. Everything was perfect. 
And yeah. But little by little, even with with you know, ask your course. You, you know, I did many calls in the course that you saw me sitting in the office, and but the flexibility that they gave yeah. me, like he gave me flexibility, and and he, he was pushing me because he saw that he's like, okay, you're you're not meant to be here forever. You are, you know, opening your horizons and jump on it now while you can. Yeah. Because you know, time passes by. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's kind of a rare moment where you do have that flexibility, you have that encouragement from, you know, your boss. I I haven't had any nine to five, so I don't even know. But just from the stories that I've heard, I feel like that's that's a pretty rare kind of opportunity that you had, and it allowed you to have an easier transition, probably too. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So let's 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 talk about that transition. Let's let's talk about when you started into this journey started getting clients started doing client work weddings all that good stuff you know when did you first notice a shift when not only in the creator's blueprint but just in general where you're like whoa i can do this i actually got this was there like some type of moment that you had in either inside the program or in general where you're like okay, this is something that I can, I can actually hang. I can do this and, and make more money than I was in that nine to five. Brother, when I, when I first got paid, <laughs> the first time I got paid, I was like, okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. This feels good. Yeah. And it wasn't a lot of work because, you know, sometimes we undervalue ourselves when we're starting off. We don't like, should I even charge this? Like this is a going rate, standard rate, but I'm, I don't think, and that's one of the things that that the blue the blueprint helped me but we'll get there it's the the comparison yeah effect, you know that you always looking at someone mm. else's work and then you compare yourself to a point yeah. even that you disregard that whoever contacted you might like what you do disregard everybody else mm-hmm. and they want your service so that first payment was <laughs> i think the the best yeah because it wasn't based on you know 40 hour work right from another company right and then my first retainer was the other one that that just solidified it yeah because it was like that's you know the next step i was like the uncertainty of work like i see i'm not gonna have work every day to pay my bills i no longer have a nine to five right so before when i had the nine to five anything i made was a surplus so it was you know to invest in equipment or to invest in, in the courses or anything. But mm-hmm. now I have to get, you know, constant business so that I can focus on growing the business itself. So it, it mm-hmm. was another confirmation of, okay, it's been a confirmation after confirmation. And with my wife has been the same exact thing. Every step that we are, you know, uncertain or, or, or somewhat iffy about mm-hmm. when we least suspect it, either we get, more inquiries or more business or something or we get a confirmation okay this is this is the step that you should have taken it's fine move on next and like that it's it's been amazing man i like we every night every single night there's not a night that i don't go to sleep with her and i tell her i still can't believe it i i'm so happy it's amazing i feel like an uh, like an endless vacation <laughs> it feels like that i don't feel as a burden yeah to go to work well because you're fulfilled you're doing stuff that really fills you up and you know sometimes you gotta you know kind of remind yourself that you know this is work 
but because you're so fulfilled with it, it doesn't really feel like it sometimes, you know what I mean? Yes. Like for me, I've been on this, uh, Instagram real kind of bender right now because I'm just, I'm just having fun with it. But sometimes I got to like pinch myself and be like, cause I think I'm goofing off, but I'm not, I'm, this is actually growing my platform. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's actually reaching people yes. that are interested yes. in my shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels yes. like I'm I'm messing around, which is it's just so funny. You got to kind of, you know, bring yourself back to reality. Be like, hey, you know, what you're doing is actually producing results for you. Keep going. You know, don't stop. Exactly. It's kind of funny. Yeah. I like what you said about, you know, when you started talking about uncertainty, because what you said about when you got when you got your first retainer, you know, not even your paycheck, but your first retainer. That retainer is monthly. And so now you're starting to create certainty for yourself, even though that person could be like, nah, fam, I'm out. Like, I don't want to keep, you know, knock on wood, paying for your services, which I know is not going to happen because you you care about your clients. But but it makes it feel like you have security and you're creating that for you with with more retainers that you get and the better the relationships you create, they keep coming back to you, et cetera, et cetera. Do you feel that when you get a new client or, or when you got that first retainer, you were like, wow, okay, this is, I'm starting to create some type of security for myself here, similar to my nine to five. Do you kind of feel that? A network. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm seeing the, and it's, it's, it always goes back to what I, what I was telling you, compare myself, because it's the first thing that it hits. It's like, okay, one retainer, two retainer, three retainers. And then you, I look to the side, I'm like, okay, but so-and-so has 15. But I'm not, it, it, it only lasts for a little second. It doesn't, I, I don't allow it to go beyond what it used to, mm -hmm. because it's like, okay, yeah, but 15 over there, it's probably doing more work than my three. My three are taking care of me. Mm. So, and my wife. Mm -hmm. So it's it's uh, what do you call it? Um, it's it's really fulfilling to see that what I have to offer, no matter how I look at it, it's liked, it's 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 useful, and it adds value. It provides value to to other businesses that I'm working with. Mm -hmm. So, it's you know, it's really fulfilling. Yeah. That's amazing. Let's, I want to talk about your actual transition to full time because it, it's somewhat recent in, in the grand scheme of things of, you know, looking at your big picture, you know, transitioning to full time kind of feels scary to people to kind of make that plunge and let go of that quote unquote security that they might have from a current job, et cetera, even though it might be making them miserable or whatever. What kind of steps did you take before you were like, okay, I can let go of my job now. I, I, I think I can do this. Was, was there still kind of that tightness, that little not feeling in your stomach where you're like, I just got to go. Did you, did you have that kind of feeling? I didn't get to have that feeling. Let me explain why <laughs> my company. Yeah. That's this. And, and, and that's the funny part of why we feel so fulfilled and why I feel so fulfilled in this, you know, four month, I, I started working full time and exactly June 1st, 
May 31st was my last day at my job. But oh. it was because they let us go. Wow. My original plan was to work until the end of the year. Any project that I had throughout the year would be saved for next year to, you know, have some security financially and all of these things with that extra money that I was making, plus everything else that I will be saving. Mm. Mind you, I had my wedding this year. So, yep. you know, with COVID hit, all these things, everything got destroyed. Right. But I, I didn't get to have that experience because I knew when my last day was. I couldn't do what I wanted to do. Mm. But at the same time, it pushed me to to jump on it even more. Kind of a blessing in disguise. I would have. Yeah. Exactly. Because I was looking at it, okay, at the end of the year, like many people do. Like everybody kind of like when December 31st hits, you're like, okay, January 1st, I'm going to start the diet. I'm going to lose the pounds that I want to lose. And I'm going to look like you know, the next coming of, of, of whatever body you want to have by the summer. Yeah. I was doing that with my business and my business ideas. Mm. Even during the filmmaker, I was investing. I was thinking that way. And then life is like, you know what? Let's do it before. Let's see how you react. <laughs> and I was basically forced to adapt. Yeah. And not only adapt, but I looked at it as an opportunity to grow. I looked at it as an opportunity to jump on it like full blown wholeheartedly and see what happened. And what happened is these things that I'm telling you, the retainers, yep. the business, yeah. the the security, the 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 you know, the hustle, the all of that has been constant. Mm. Not only for myself, but for my wife's business as well, which is ours, I mean, mm. what's hers is mine, but um it's been a blessing for both. Yeah. So not having that, I think, helped me um, go harder at what I wanted to accomplish. Yeah. And what I want to accomplish. I mean, I'm not there yet, but yeah, it's it's been a, a step. Meet meet the goal that I want. We work on 90 day goals. So you know, when I started the full time filmmaker, full time filmmaker. I keep saying full time <laughs> filmmaker. <laughs> That's our competitors. I don't know why I give these guys so credit, so much credit (laughs) when I never use their products. That's hilarious. (laughs) But that was, you know why? Because of YouTube. Yeah, they're everywhere. When I was doing the filmmakers course, Mm. it was, you know, the 90 day goal. And then when I noticed, I remember like yesterday, the 90 day goal was done in nothing. Like I set a price on what I wanted to make in the specific amount. And when I killed it, like days before, I was like, okay. I like this. Yeah. Let's make another go. And then I started using the posters and all of these things. Mm-hmm. But it pushed me to grow. And I think anybody that that you know that might listen to you know that might want to start a business, that might want to pursue their dreams that do not involve a nine to five or do not involve even if they have a nine to five, they can still do it to the level that I they you know they feel comfortable to jump mm-hmm. in. But in my case, I, I was forced to, and there was no better decision. I actually wish it would have been sooner. Yeah. It opened me up to actually, mind you, SAG, I studied business administration with a concentration in management and entrepreneurship. The entrepreneurship I never had applied yet. So even back then, it was kind of telling me, okay, this is what you want to do for the rest of your life but I hadn't taken yeah. the risk. That's the thing is, is taking the risk because 
I mean, any decision you make is a risk, but really letting go of whatever it is that's holding you back, that comfort, whether it's security, that nine to five, a certain location, maybe you're living in a certain area that's holding you back and you need to escape that and surround yourself with maybe some more advanced people. It's, it's letting go of that and just stepping into it. And if you can create a situation where you don't have a choice, that's the best way to do it because you don't have a plan B. It's plan A and that's it. And you're going to do whatever it takes and become resourceful enough to figure it out. Well, that's what holds people back. And that's what investing in yourself does. I talked about this on the podcast that I released on the day of that I'm recording this is investing in yourself is forcing you to show up and do because you're putting money up for it. You're putting skin in the game. And so for me, I never had a nine to five. So I didn't really have that force, right? But that's why I moved to an apartment that I didn't know I was going to be able to afford just yet because my client work was, you know, a little bit back and forth and whatnot. But I put myself in that environment that forced me to up level. And I did. And it sounds like that happened for you forcefully. It, you didn't have a choice. <laughs> it was all yeah. you, you know. You. Yeah, my plan was to still do it, but it was for me to be comfortable because I could imagine myself if it would have done it at the end of the year, like this year would have been no COVID, no anything. My wedding would have been like we wanted. I would have saved all this yeah. money and then come January yeah. 1st, I probably would have sat back because I know I had the funds in the bank and just burned the money. Yeah. <laughs> be comfortable. And that's not what I wanted. Mm. That's not what I wanted. So it, it forced me. And that's why I'm so grateful for you because the filmmakers course allow me to start thinking differently. Yeah. Yeah. It showed me a way to think differently and entertain thoughts that I would probably have been blocking because they were not the norm. They were uncomfortable. They were challenging. Mm -hmm. And that's not what I was doing. Yeah. It's all perspective. It's just changing perspective. And, you know, when I started learning this stuff myself and going on that journey, you know, I didn't know any of these things. And as soon as it was taught to me, it made me think completely like I think so differently now. Like it's kind of like with filmmaking, when you start studying filmmaking, when you go watch a movie all you think about is how they created those shots and how they're creating the story. It almost starts to ruin the movie for you because you're like putting the pieces together. It's kind of like a curse. You know what I mean? It does. And it's it's the same thing with, with business. Like everywhere I look now, I'm just like looking for opportunities and seeking opportunities. That's what entrepreneurship is, whether you're a creative or not. You're still an entrepreneur, I call it a creative entrepreneur because I'm talking to creatives, but it's the same fucking thing. And that's being able to seek these opportunities. And what's crazy is it sounds, if I, if I have my dates right, you transitioned to full time during COVID, right? Yes. That's, Th that's why I'm that's crazy. Yep. That's amazing. So given all the shit you were hearing even in my blueprint program, we had members that lost clients because they were all local businesses. And so they were freaking out. And so we adapted and we told them, okay, you need to look elsewhere and, you know, do certain things. I'm not going to get into it, but what were your kind of thoughts given that a lot of content creators were losing clients during this time? 
I saw it as an opportunity. Meaning, I mean, I was I had no job. I mean, it wasn't that I was had the next one waiting. And I contemplated. I sat down with my wife and I was like, if this doesn't work in a month, I'm going to find another 9 to 5 to kind of like, you know, clear the bills. Don't touch our savings, mm-hmm. you know, not, not mess around with that. Mm-hmm. And the more I worked, the more opportunity will present itself. Not only through me, because I've gotten like, because even with my wife, there's people that know me and, you know, refer me and I and refer my wife. And so it's it's been a, a constant, like they call her for a wedding and they just want video or stuff like that. Or they call me and they're like, oh, we just need pictures. I don't, I personally don't do photography alone. I like motion. So I, my wife, mm-hmm. and I found myself doing that. And now all of a sudden we offer packages that include photos and it's, it makes the business grow. Yeah. But I did have that mentality even then. I was like, okay, if this doesn't work, I just go back to the old me. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like the way that I were and that I tackled it was set up to, and, and it's all based on the mindset that I had and, and looking at things differently. It was based on the pursuit of not failing. And even if I failed, I would not go back. Mm. That was the, mm. the mentality. But but look how we but, think that we, like, the first thing that came to is, like, if in a month I don't do it, I'm going to go back. It's kind of like comfort. It's like, no, I'm going to go back to the usual. No, no, no. Do it. I mean, it's, it's if you have to eat, you have two options. Yeah. You either work to buy the food or you steal it. One of those options is going to get you in trouble. <laughs> yeah, don't steal it. <laughs> but you still got to eat. That's true. That is true. You still got it. That is true. So who's going to make it happen? Are you going to show up and ask people for food? That'll work for a month, yeah. two, maybe. But, you, but you're not going to live the life you want to live. Right. You're not going to be happy. And you're able to adapt. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's amazing. Now that you're, you've are you been out of the creator's blueprint now, we, we finished the, the seven weeks. You know, yeah. how has things been changing for you now that the program is over technically i don't say it's over because you can always go back to it and you're always going to pick never it over. it's never I'm over going it, back. I haven't exactly it. exactly it's never over but how have things changed for you now that you've gone through it and have taken the program oh man one of my challenges for the for the, the seven weeks was to build a website mm-hmm. i still don't have a website <laughs> and that tells you that if i don't have a website I'm busy doing something else. Yeah. So that something else has been that, you know, I, we've been busy trying to figure out how to outsource, you know, the editor that I, that I was telling mm-hmm. you about. Um, and now we, we are looking to find someone that can help us with scheduling clients. Mm. Good for you. If you don't have a client scheduling problem, you know, that means that you're not getting work. So it's, 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 before the blueprint, we were getting work. After the blueprint, we're getting like growth. Mm. It's I look at it differently. I, I, it's it's you can look at it as more money, more problems, more clients, more problems. I look at it differently. I look at it as a, as you know security and 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 ways for me to branch out into different things that I know that you know ideas that I have that mm-hmm. can you know 
that can materialize. Yeah. But if I don't have the time for 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 entertaining these thoughts, to 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 learn, to even you know invest in myself, like I continue doing, mm-hmm. then I get caught up in the same nine to five just with my own business. Yeah. And I don't want to do yeah. that. I don't want to do you're, that. You're designing the life that you want to live and your business is providing that for you, but you still have to design it in a way that fits the mold that you want to make it, right? Exactly. Anybody can go out there and make a lot of money, but if it's not providing them the lifestyle that they want to live, if they're, if they're consumed by it, because here's the biggest problem People get into freelancing and they want to create a a creative business for themselves. But what ends up happening is it starts to become their anchor. It starts to become worse than a nine to five because they're always consumed by it in a negative way. They haven't been able to design it in a way where they have the freedom throughout the day to either grow it or actually do things besides business that they actually enjoy. <laughs> so that's kind of what I'm hearing. It requires their presence. It requires their presence for that business to 24 seven. Yeah. And one of the many things that I learned in the blueprint is like, I can still make money without having to be there. There's different ways of that's doing right. It. So if I don't learn how to do it, someone else would do it for mm-hmm. me. And then I miss out. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy. If I can fail at trying, fine. I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. I'll learn something yeah. new. But if I don't do if I don't do it, if I don't entertain the thought, if I don't, you know, at least see what it could be, you know, for me, if it could be beneficial. So not everything is for for you. Mm-hmm. And you will not be good at everything. But it's it's opened up the mind of breaking comfort zones. Mm. You know, and, and it's been like that. From the filmmakers, it was like you know, man, I shouldn't charge this much. Now I'm charging. Oh, maybe I shouldn't, you know, do this. I shouldn't say no to this client. Now I'm denying. Me. Yep. Now Hell yeah. I, I, I should yes. This. You know, it's my baby. This is this. I like to do this. No, <laughs> I need time yeah. to do the other things that I want to do. So yep. it's been a constant grow, trying to find that 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 line that's gonna be the constant for me to live the way I want to live. Yeah. My life. But in the meantime, whatever we're doing right now is still giving us happiness. Mm. And that's the beautiful, the beautiful part of it. Like many people are doing this and are extremely unhappy with the results. Mm-hmm. And if, if you can't be happy with the little, when the lock comes, you're going to be either depressed, stressed, or you probably not longer around because you just went nuts yeah. trying to pursue something. Yeah. And I'm I'm finding happiness in every single little step. Yeah. That we're That's amazing. That's Enjoying I'm, the process, it sounds like. Enjoying the journey. Every new client, every project, every, I find joy in all that. And, and, and not only that, the people that have invested in me as yeah. well. Like my first clients, you know. My first retainer. Mm. Um, shout out to AJM, man. This this guy has connected me with so many people. Mm. A trainer that I watched grow up from my church. I know this kid since he was little. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's in a position that that he's you know me making videos for him, my wife taking pictures, and and, and all of these connections. You know, with the other company that I told you that that I you know I did a lot of free work for them. Now, they're a client. 
you know, I can call them a client, even though we still have the relationship. I, you know, I love these people have relationship with them, with, with several of them individually mm. outside of the business spectrum. But now all of a sudden it's, it's a different outlook mm. and they invested in me and I'm able now to, to, you know, give back in that way, you know, providing yeah. value to what they're doing. Yeah. What do you think has allowed you to have people invest in you as a retainer, not just a retainer, but a client and really invest in you and trust you and know that they're going to get the return back? You know, what has been something that you think people listening right now would benefit from when you when you reach out, either reach out or or whatever it is, whatever your process is? What has been that thing that that you think has been benefiting you the most in getting those retainers and people to invest in you? What what kind of has been working really well for you for people listening? It's just a simple. If I tell you that I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna deliver. That trust. I tend even before having this step now having my own business. I've always led, mm-hmm. even in sales, with a relationship aspect. I always led with trust. I always led with, you know, if I'm doing this for you, this, I, you better believe I'm going to do my absolute best and go above and beyond for you. So now in the creative business, I give my best every single time, every single time. But not only giving my best, I'm, I'm helping them. You know, if, if, if I'm filming, for example, something for, for a client, and, and I identify a need in their business that they may not be addressing. I have a business background that allows me and some little bit of business knowledge that allows me to counsel that. I'm not even charging them. I'm giving, I'm providing extra value mm. without them knowing. And that builds relationships. Now all of this person, this, this client can trust me with more or can refer me to someone else or can help me, you know, if I'm in, financially, whatever need that I may have, I built these mm. relationships in a way that it's, you know, I don't need them to be reciprocal, but they could be. Sure. I'm not pursuing them in order for them to give me something. I'm pursuing them so that I can add to them. Mm. But most of the times when you do that, you reap as well. Mm. You know, you're sowing here and there, you know, planting little seeds and then all of a sudden it, it flourishes and it, it gives back to you. But that that trust, and if you say something, your word is your 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 signature in a contract. If I'm saying if I'm saying I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna deliver. Mm. Simple as that. I love that. Yeah, I mean that's what we talked about in the blueprint. Two most important things in business: self integrity and 100 percent committed. You got those two things, you're gonna be just fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it sounds like you're playing the long game, too, which is phenomenal. I think too many people just think about tomorrow or next week and they don't think about a year down the road, two, three, four years down the road when it comes to even relationships. You know, people are just thinking about tomorrow. COVID showed us. and, And just like you were saying, a lot of creatives lost business, lost. But I starting during this hardship this hard time allowed me to see a little bit more than covid is destroying the economy covid is destroying our our way of life i'm like i looked at it in another way i'm like okay we can now be in person can i help you 
create programs, projects, or stuff that could be virtual. Mm -hmm. Internet is never going to go away. I mean, unless we start doing holograms all over the place, but you still require an internet connection. Mm -hmm. So how can I invest in the long run, even when technology changes, when everything, you know, you're still going to need the human aspect. Yeah. Even if AI dominates the next of the world and Terminator, you know, Doomsday, all that stuff happens. <laughs> you still need humans. Mm. So I'm looking a step ahead. You can either look at it as a, as a, as a lack of, of, you know, losing business mm. or as an opportunity. Yeah. Those creatives that were hit and lost, you know, clients, if they didn't, and it's, it's, I want to say it will be a little, I don't know. I don't know if I'm being a little too smart, <laughs> like smart ass, if you want to put it, because <laughs> I took advantage of the opportunity, but it makes me, it makes me question the dedication. If you lose a client because COVID hit, that means that you did not provide something that you probably could have provided. I mean, not everybody closed their doors and lost business. There's people that just didn't know that they could do something else that you could have helped with. Mm -hmm. And that's why you lose the relationship. You can lose a business, but if you lose your relationship, then when they come back, they're not going to call you. Right. Yeah. They're not going to call you. They're not going to trust you. Right. So I'm guiding the business in a way that, that both me and my wife can reap the benefits, but not only that. Yeah. That they can trust us. That they can yeah. rely on us, that they can, you know, that we provide more than we say. And that's why that two-way avenue is important, you know. Yeah. It's not just show up, take pictures, take video, go back, send them the file, and then you're all done. No, it goes beyond that. Mm. If not, you don't get repeating business. Yep. If not, without repeating business, you don't build a relationship. Simple as that. I love but, that. You know, looking at what you've lost is just such a waste of time. Because if you've already lost it, there's nothing you can do about it. It's gone. It's gone. That's fine. Look at what you've gained here. And I love what you said about relationships during COVID. You know, you might have lost business with them, but that doesn't mean you lost a relationship. And the relationship is what's more valuable in the long run. Obviously, you got to pay bills and make money and, and you have to pivot and do things to, to continue to produce revenue for the business. But that doesn't mean that that relationship is over it just means that you know for this month or the next two months or whatever um you know they they don't have the budget right now but you can still keep that relationship for later so i love that perspective switch that that you made that i learned that from from my dad my dad is you know like i said and it's funny because my dad was one of the first it's still one of the first ones that tells me hey you should find uh, nine to five you know benefits yeah. insurance all that i'm like i grew up watching you be an entrepreneur you're the last person that should be telling me do not do what i'm doing that's interesting but i i, I see the mentality i see the society standards that you know security comfort all of these things do not apply to entrepreneurs and that's fine i i I'll be more than glad to be the two percent that is not, you know, following that that line. Mm. Go to college, do this, and then just work the rest of your life doing something that you probably hate. Mm. I'm not I'm not gonna follow that pattern, and I never will. Yeah, I did for 16 years. Mm. So I think that's that's where I'm at right now. But I, like I was telling you, my dad lives by one standard, and it's in Spanish. It's agradecido. 
in English is thankful. Be thankful for everything yeah. you do and for anybody that you interact with or whatever they give you or you give. Yeah. Be, be just thankful. And I am for anything that I do for a client or anything that I do for anybody else. I'm grateful. I'm, I, and I don't expect anything in return. I don't do my job expecting for you to to be reciprocal. Mm. And that allows me to not feel bad when people disappoint. But at the same time, it allows me to enjoy the fruit whenever that comes. Yep. Love it. Love that, man. Because it, it will come. It's just a matter of time. I mean, some people take longer, some people take less. But in my journey, no matter how long it takes, I'm grateful, I'm happy, and I'm going to continue pushing. Mm. I'm, it's, it's, you can say I'm addicted to it. <laughs> it's, it's a it's, game, it's, man. It feels different. It's a game. It's, it feels so much different. It's a game. And it caters to what I what I study. It caters to that, that hunt, that I don't know what that entrepreneurs have, that they're always looking for the next thing. They're never comfortable where they're at. And it's not that we're crazy. It's not that, that we want more money. Because some people will be based on money. Some people will be based on something else. But it's just the way we are. And yeah. when we entertain that, it just flourishes no matter what. It, it 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 flourishes. Now you have to dedicate time to it. You have to be smart. You have to invest in yourself. You have to learn along the way. Be open to to criticism. Be open to failure. Mm -hmm. And that's how you grow. You shed that skin, and man, the opportunities are endless. Yeah, I love that, man. These are all amazing points, um, and it's another reason why I wanted to interview you on the podcast. I got one more question for you. Let's just quickly pretend here that. You know, one of your really good friends or best friend who you know needs the creator's blueprint in their life um, and they're listening to this podcast right now and they're still on the fence. What would you say to them to know about the program and get them inside? What would you tell someone, a friend of yours on the fence? 10 days eating out every day are not going to pay for the rest of your life. <laughs> Invest in yourself. I would like 1000% guarantee you results because it happened to me. And if, you know, if it's a friend of mine listening to this, you've seen what's happening in my life mm. and you, you know, me, you've seen where I'm going. You see where I, where I've been. If I'm telling you, trust me, because I'm, you know, my relationship with everybody that I have is based on that trust itself. So if I'm not going to be lying to you, this is not a gimmick. This is not. It is something that works. Mm. So if you're not going to invest in yourself, how can someone else trust you with their money? Simple as that. Yeah, that's so that's so true. If, if you're not going to invest in you, why would anybody else invest in you? That When I heard that the first time, it makes no sense. Dude. It slapped me across the face when I heard that the first time. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was me. The first thing I did when I saw the film, the, the, the filmmakers course, it was like, man, I can go vacation with this money. And then I was like, if what I want from this works, vacation is not going to be a problem. Paying for a vacation is not going to be a problem. Nope. So why should I narrow my mind to that specific thought instead of entertaining something that is going to be beneficial for me in the long run investing in yourself is the most but 
I don't know how to put it, it's the most important thing you can do. Not only for yourself, but if you're like me and like you and, and many of us, many benefit from the actions that we take. It's not just for us. And that's the beauty of it. Mm. It's not just for us. We share this. We, 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 whether it's financial or whatever, mm. we give back to whether family members, friends, anybody. Yeah. But this is a community, and, and I love this community, that benefits in more than one way. And we all helping each other out. Yeah. So investing in yourself. Blueprint, 100%, 1,000%, million percent. Thankful for it. Thankful for you, man. I love it. Where can people follow you? Where can people see what you're doing? Because the proof is in, in the pudding, right? You're, you're doing this stuff on a daily basis. And I want people to go and see what you're doing and to continue to follow your journey and also learn from you as well. So Instagram, socials, where can people follow you, man? Well, I have my Unashamed Films Instagram at Unashamed Films. You see some of my little, you know, my, my, I don't post everything online. So I tend to post my passion projects more than anything. Okay. That's where you see them. I mean, I try to keep my clients, you know, they, they want their privacy. Go ahead. Sure. And then my personal unashamed films, unashamed 15, actually, if you want to see a little bit more about me, man. And that goes for anybody. Hit me up. If I can help you, I will. Yep. I love it, man. Fernando's a great guy. Anybody that's listening, he's shoot him a DM. He will answer all of your questions. It's just been a pleasure having you a part of my journey as well and getting to know you, man. So appreciate you for, for being here. Nice work on your first podcast. I know it can be a little nerve wracking to some people, but you crushed it <laughs> like you always do. I'm really, and I'm really grateful, bro. I'm really, really grateful. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, it's um, it's been a fun ride and it's been really fun just watching you up level each and every handful of months. And I don't even know how long I've, I've known. I've known you over a year now. About a year. Yeah. About a year because you started the filmmaker's course just about this like time last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's so crazy, man. Yeah, time. September, September leading to October. So yeah. It, it was, it's been a year already. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We got to celebrate. We got to celebrate our anniversary. Come on now. <laughs> we need to do that. We, we will. We will. We will. Coming soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. I <laughs> all right, man. Um, all right, guys. Go go DM Fernando. Ask him whatever you want. Just bother the shit out of him. Hit Zach um, first. But though. thank you, dude. You got to hit him first. Yeah. Fine. 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 <laughs> That's they fair. have to follow you, DM you before, and man. I think they're like I, I like I always tell you, like I always tell you. People don't know how much value they're getting from you; hmm. they just don't know. And I and and besides being grateful for you, bro, I pray that whatever goals you have get accomplished because you are changing the way the game is. You're 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 being that one that one person. I don't care how many people do this. You're being someone that is present. There's not the end that you don't you don't you don't reply. There's no email that you don't reply. You don't have to. I will be fine if you didn't, because I know that there's you know you have your life, you have your time that you have to do your thing, but you do, and that is more valuable than the money that I paid 
to invest in myself for you, mm. you know, with you. Mm. I appreciate that. Man. That is, that is the extra that you provide and you don't have to. Mm. So whoever's listening, don't hesitate, man. Don't hesitate. Cause it's, it's the best man. It's you, you are downright the best. I appreciate Forget that. Man. The feeling is mutual. My friend follow Fernando, go send him a DM. Tell him I sent you, <laughs> and we will see you guys in the next one. Thanks for being here, Fernando. We'll talk soon. Appreciate it, brother. Peace.